Welcome to your daily affirmations. Repeat after me, working with others is easier than ever. I strive for perfect collaboration. Our teamwork keeps getting better. Yeah, affirmations are great, but Monday.com can really get you the teamwork you desire. Work together easily and share files, updates, data, and just about anything you want all in one platform. Affirm yes to start. Or tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi. Siri. Welcome to High Theory. In this podcast, we get high on the substance of theory. I'm Kim Adams. And I'm Sharunik Boshu. We are two tired academics trying to save critique from itself. In this episode, I, Kim, talk with Sharonik about Fort Da. Okay, so... What the heck is Fort Da? It's the concept that Freud develops in his book, Beyond the Pleasure Principle, which comes out in 1922. And it's after World War I. There's an economic depression, not unlike presently. And, you know, Freud is, uh, I don't know if he's unemployed or something, but apparently he has a lot of free time on his hand. Freud always has a lot of free time on I mean, otherwise, yes, you're right. I mean, who who even comes up with all of this wild things uh, if one is always employed? So, Oda is a game that Freud's grandson is playing. Yeah. So here's a scene. Freud is watching his grandson play. It's a wood-paneled room with, like, a warm afternoon light. And Freud is played by Ben Kingsley and his... <laughs> is played by like a picturesque baby Uh, and I quote this good little boy however had an occasional disturbing habit of taking any small objects he could get hold of and throwing them away from him into a corner under the bed and so on so that hunting for his toys and picking them up was often quite a business and he did this as he did this he gave vent to a loud long drawn out ooh accompanied by an expression of interest and satisfaction Mm. like this is so Freud because he says, so this is his grandson and he says he's a good little boy. Yeah. However, with an occasional disturbing habit, which is like basically <laughs> how he sees the world. Yeah. <laughs> but the child, he says, ooh, and then uh, Freud says, well, this is, this ooh is not actually ooh, but actually the German word fort, which means gone. Yeah, there must be something lost in the translation there because ooh sounds nothing like fort to me. <laughs> but I think this is like in the long tradition of parents and grandparents thinking that babies are really intelligent. Yes. Um, you know, so I, forgive, I I completely forgive Freud for this, even though I don't have kids. 
And then, so basically, like, the baby will throw the object out of sight and then, like, yank it back into presence by pulling out the string attached to it. And then Freud says, you know, alternatively, he could have, like, dragged the object behind him pretending it's a car or something. And in that case, like, the object would have been in constant presence. But he doesn't do that because he's not exactly interested in the object per se. He's interested in the game of disappearance and return. So, wait, hold on. So Fort Da is just peekaboo, played by a little German boy. Yeah, but like I think the baby has control here. Like it's not like your your parent has a spoonful of carrots and he, going peekaboo, right? Because they want you to eat that spoonful of carrots, and it's like the baby has control, right? Okay. So that is my ramble about what Fort Da is. That's excellent. So the next question I have for you is, how do I use Fort Da? How do I play this game in my life? Um, hmm. I don't analyze myself or my friends if I can help it. But I think I have used the general idea pretty often, like the, like the dawning realization that I'm not interested in the object but the game. Ah. And I think it has helped me get out of a pretty terrible relationship at one point. <laughs> Fair enough. I think that's what psychoanalysis is supposed to do, right? It's simplifying what Freud is saying. But, you know. So I think like Melanie Klein has an interesting interpretation of this episode. Okay. Um, Melanie Klein is the you know famous Austrian psychoanalyst and the pioneer of child psychoanalysis. And she said like through the repetitive act, the baby tries to repair its like originary relationship with the mother mm-hmm. so the baby you know acknowledges her own part in the destruction of that relationship and this is sort of like a an act to restore the first symbolic order in you know the order of her first relationship with the mother and she's trying to recreate it like she's she's trying to recreate it through the the symbolic economy of the game okay yeah i think i see it but what Freud says is the baby tries, the baby does this to compensate for the the absence of the mother. Yes. Uh, but like it does. And then like, I think he, I think in Beyond the Pleasure Principle, he does have like a larger, uh, like when he's talking about the mind, he also talks about it in economic terms in many ways. I mean, by economic, I mean like the economy of science, as it were. Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah, he uses that word though, doesn't he? Economic. Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, yeah. That's actually a great segue to what I think your next question is. Still don't know how I use <laughs> Fort Dog game, but I think that's just because I'm not a baby. Okay, so returning to this question of economics and the economy of the psyche, how is the Fort Dog game going to save the world? I don't know, but this is a useful uh, grammar and this is a useful analog to have because, you know, especially mm-hmm. like where we are right now, I think I'm much more present in social media than you are, but you must remember this, yeah. that when the lockdown began, social media was sort of glutted with advice about how we should keep up uh, how we should keep like maintaining our routines huh you know we should retain whatever semblance we can of the repetitive acts of our everyday life in usual times and we give into that we maintain our routines and we we like the comfort of the repetition as we try to put back together you know the symbolic 
order of the world that was except it's fake right so what i mean is like capitalism is like a cruel mother <laughs> okay <laughs> Who's, who's left? We must wean ourselves <laughs> off. Cap- yeah, yeah, um, yeah, no, no, that's great. So capitalism is the mother who's gone away. Capitalism is the mother who says, okay, let me rephrase. What I mean is like in this case, the relationship with the mother is like not a useful one. And repetitive acts which try to recreate our lives or the world that was, it's a game that we used to to comfort ourselves and to, you know, make ourselves feel that even if everything is not as it was, but everything could be as it was. And I can totally hear Freud turning in his grave and I don't know. No, I totally think that's an excellent interpretation. I think like for now, I think we can recognize the game for what it is, what it is. Mm-hmm. Like we can, uh, we can look beyond the immediacy of the object and then recognize the repetitive acts that we are doing, that we do. But so my question for you is, can we still play the game or like, should we not? I think we are playing the game. I think at this moment, like, or maybe we can't not play the game. uh, Yeah. At this moment, we can't not play the game, but I think like a good first step is recognizing that we are playing the game. Yeah. Like a good first step is to look beyond the object and to grow up. Because as, as as babies being coddled by capitalism, we do not recognize the game for what it is. And as grown-ups, we should. And uh, that's a pretty wild inspiration. I mean, I'm like... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty great, though. But, uh, <laughs> but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we should wrap it up. Um, so shall we say goodbye to our listeners? Yes, listeners, this is the end. <laughs> Uh, well of this episode and thank you for listening thank you thank you for sharing your insights about Fort Da and thank you for listening to High Theory if you like our podcast please review and subscribe on Spotify iTunes, Patreon or wherever you get your podcast fix Sharonic Bosu manages our social media presence Owen Quinn composes our theme music, and Kim Adams edits our audio. You can also find us at hightheory.net. We hope you have a highly theoretical day. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.